What's up, everyone? I'm Hunter. And I'm Brooke. And this is the Heart Stuff Podcast. Where we talk about the things that take up space in our hearts. We're back. We're back. Oh, man. It's been a, what's the word, hiatus? Hot minute. Hot minute. (laughs) (laughs) We had a hiatus. Guess who's back? Back again. Taylor's back. Oh. Tell a friend. I like it. Thank you. I like it. I've had that cooped up for a year. (laughs) Waiting for this moment. So, Brooke, we're back. Mm -hmm. We're doing this again. It's been a minute. Should we tell our friends why it's been a minute? (laughs) Because we've lived a lot of life in the past 10 months. It was a real long hiatus. (laughs) Guys, we're sorry. Basically, the only thing that's the same as last time we were on here is the title. (laughs) Yeah. Well, last time we recorded a podcast, we lived in Indiana. Okay, yeah. And now, again, we live live in in Indiana. Indiana. (laughs) But for about six months there, we didn't. Mm -hmm. You want to tell everyone what's been up? Yeah. Well, you want to start with the quote? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's Let's start with the quote, and then we'll... Tell our story 2.0. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, what's been happening since (laughs) the last time? Um, Okay, here's my quote. There's a difference between being liked and being valued. Mm. What do you think? I think that uh, that's a great quote for this season of life. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think that's really, I think that's really simple and really profound. I think of my, like the situations in my life where I like people. Mm-hmm. And then situations where I value what people say, and they don't always yeah add up. They're not I think always that, the same. Don't you think that as people like were too like oftentimes more drawn to being liked than we are being valued? Yeah, um, because like feels a little better. Yeah, I don't ever hear people say, "Oh, I want to be valued." Mm-hmm. But all the time, I hear people say, "Like, well, I, I just want them to like me." Yeah, and I think it's like. Being liked, like, kind of fills us up, you know? That's good. And I think being valued is a little harder to, like, be, like, tangible. That's true. Um, And I I was thinking about this before I, like, read it on here. And I was thinking about the fact that um, there are multiple people that I value that I don't necessarily like their personality. Oh, sure. Like, I don't really vibe with them. Sure. But I really value them as people, um, their opinions, their perspective, their um, wisdom. Yeah. But it's not necessarily someone I like. Drop names right here. No. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like oftentimes, maybe friends are some of the hardest people to really listen to. Hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, I feel like oftentimes the people that I value are people that will shoot straight with me. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's not friends. Yeah. It's like... (laughs) I. I want them to stay in like the like space. Yes. And so I won't really Don't like. tell me the truth. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to know how you feel. Yeah, that's fair. Um, wow, that's a good one. Yeah, I just thought it was kind of like thought provoking. Yeah, man, what a yeah. quote to come back at him with. Boom. Boom. Drop Come it. back at him. All right. So we need to update you on what's been up. I know you're all dying. A couple people. This is actually, you know how people say like a bunch of people have messaged me about this. I'm really telling the truth. A couple people have messaged me and been like, hey, what happened? (laughs) (laughs) 
like people that I don't know like super well, but they're my friends on Facebook they'll like or Instagram and they're messaging me and they're like, so I'm a little confused. <laughs> yeah. Same. Yeah. <laughs> I think people really thought we went on a vacation. Yeah. And never came back. It was a long one. And like people weren't sure what was happening. Yeah. Nor did we. Yeah. So let's start at the top. Okay. Last time we did a podcast. I don't remember what one we ended on, but I know that last time we did one, um, you and I were kind of in a space where we were trying to figure out if we were healed enough yeah. to be back in full-time ministry. Um, it was something you and I were kind of wrestling with. Yeah. Like, were we in a space where like we felt like healed and whole and healthy um, to head back into full-time ministry? And we decided we were. Yeah. The last time we did a podcast was April. Okay. And it was the Q&A with the boys. Yeah. And so I think that was really in a season right then where mm -hmm. we were just kind of like, okay, we feel whole yeah. and healthy and we've been on this journey and God's done a lot in us. And so I think we're ready to be so, back in full-time ministry. Yeah. So we took the jump. We did. We were in Indiana mm -hmm. um, just attending a church we loved. Yeah. And... Out of nowhere, literally out of nowhere, a church in California called. Mm -hmm. And we had been praying for opportunity together. Yeah. And opportunity together was dropped in our lap. Mm -hmm. And so, and listen, this is the heart stuff. So this is the real. Yeah. Um, it's not really what we wanted. Right. We wanted to be at the church we were at. Mm -hmm. um, we we were starting to find our people. We were starting to find our rhythm. Yeah. Um, to be honest, like straight up, that church is a, the reason I would say maybe that I kind of like fell back in love with God. The timing yeah. was just incredible, and the people loved us so well. And so we wanted to be there. Mm -hmm. But this church called and. Brooke, the wonderful lady she is, an incredible leader, was like, hey, we need to pray for one yes. Yeah. And the whole time I was like, what the heck? No, we need to pray for like 40 yeses. <laughs> then we can pick the one That's we want. Options. <laughs> but oftentimes God speaks to Brooke first and then I catch up. And so we prayed for one yeah. yes and we got our yes. And so in obedience, we took off. Yeah. We sold our house. Mm -hmm. We sold literally all of our things. Yeah. We moved out there with... A like six by twelve trailer. Everything we owned was mm -hmm. in a trailer. I'm not good at measurements, but all I know is it was small. Yes, a trailer, mm -hmm. and started over. Yeah, I think we need to like stop right there for a minute, probably, and maybe. Okay, so I was realizing this the other day. I was listening to a podcast, and somebody was telling their story, and I was like. Don't be leaving out the details. Uh, I realized that that is just the way I like to hear stories. You guys might not know this, but Hunter is one of the best storytellers. And he, I, the thing I love about it is he like paints beautiful pictures. So Thanks. you're trying to do it Brooke style right now and give the broad picture. But okay, let's stop here for a minute. So when we were praying and we were asking God for a yes, yeah. <laughs> um, we really felt like um we had been asking like god we want there was this there was kind of a certain situation you and i had in mind of like what we wanted like the ideal situation for us 
and it wasn't moving to California. Nope. And we were really just like begging God, please, please, please. Yeah. And when we got this yes and we started feeling things moving in this direction, I remember you and I um, talking about it and me just feeling like um, that God needed to know that we were going to be obedient right. to whatever he put in front of us. Right. Um, it wasn't ideal. No. But I think it was a thing of like being like, okay, you want full-time ministry? You want to do this again? Then like go wherever I lead. Right. Um, and I think it was one of those moments like, okay, are you willing to sell everything that you have and move across the country? Because this is the door that I'm opening. Yeah. And so um, in, you know, what would be just like obedience for us, we said yes. Yeah, we did. We did. And we moved to California. We took off to the West Coast. Mm. And boy, did we have a time. <laughs> we were just talking to someone this morning, yeah. explaining the situation. And what we said was, geographically, it was incredible. Yeah, it was. It was beautiful. We lived less than an hour from snowboarding and skiing. Mm -hmm. We lived less than an hour from, you know, like Joshua Tree. Yeah. National parks. We live less than an hour from the beach. Mm -hmm. We live less than an hour from the Grove, which is like the greatest mall ever. Ever. And. Puts Indiana malls to shame. So much shame. Best thing we have is Keystone. <laughs> and that's not great at all compared no. to California malls. So living in California was really cool. It really did feel like a six month vacation. Yeah. When it comes to the things we were able to do with our yeah, family. Yeah, we did so much. And we learned a whole lot yeah. in California. What I don't want to do is give you a twisted picture <laughs> of what really happened. However, what I also don't want to do, and I know Brooke doesn't want to do, yeah. is paint anyone in a bad yeah. light. If you mm -hmm. remember us when we told our story, yeah, we didn't want to talk about anyone but ourselves. Yeah. Because we're here to share our story. Yeah. I think that's something that in, um, maybe that God has, I would say that like God has called everyone to, but specifically you and I feel this, um, this like burden of honoring the people who have given us opportunities and are in places of yes. respect. And so even if I feel like in some situations I can look back at them and see maybe how I wasn't treated right or a situation didn't go well or someone disrespected me I still want to like give honor because like they're in that place or um it's not my place to paint a picture of them that maybe doesn't honor them because like I don't want to go around I don't want to live the like hurt people hurt people thing you know Absolutely. and I don't want to leave situations where like maybe someone has hurt me and have to like turn around and paint them in a picture that hurts them um I feel healed and I feel whole and so I want to give that to others. Absolutely. And we fully realize that the Lord has positioned these people in a place of leadership yeah. and we trust him and we, that means we trust them. Yeah. So it, we're all good. Mm -hmm. No hard feelings, yeah. no bitterness, but we went out there and it ended up just not being the place for us. Yeah. It was a hard season for us. We are Midwest folk mm -hmm. and that was the West. Yeah. And it was, it was hard. It was, so good for our family. Um, we were completely on our own. Yeah. We, like, we left everyone we knew and loved and packed up our two little boys and a golden retriever. And it. we were 
all alone. Yeah. And it was the first time I feel like we had to, we only had each other. Yeah. We had no one really to even talk to. I think it like gave us some strength. Yes. Um, we learned a lot of things. Showed us some of our weaknesses. Yeah. I mean, really, and that ended up helping us become stronger. You know, I think that one of the things that I just um, realized, like, being away and being removed is, like, um, yeah, the spots in our relationship that we thought were very, like, solid, Mm -hmm. we really had to, like, for me, I personally had to really understand how to, like, communicate and process you through the things I was feeling. Right. Um, I'm a very internal processor. I will just feel the things that I feel, and then I will move along. And I think in California, it was really a time where I had to, like, bring you along. Yeah. With the things that I was feeling and um, learn how to, like, feel them deeply, process them, and, like, communicate them to you in a, in a way that, like, still respected you. Even if I was feeling things that were like hard in our marriage. Yeah, that's very true. And we were all each other had out there. There yeah. were no distractions for yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. If we, even at work, we were together. Like yeah. offices beside each other. Yeah. But if we weren't at work, we were together. Yeah. So there wasn't really a place to like function on our own. Mm-hmm. Which I think was exactly why God put us out there. Yeah. You know, coming from... Situation we come from, we he, we had to shore up even more things, yeah. and it happened. Mm-hmm. So six months into being there, mm-hmm. God opened some doors, and um, maybe more than that, we just felt like the right thing to do was to come back um, for family. You know, we have a seven and now a ten year old. He was nine when we left there. Um, when we left California, but I don't know if you parents have ever been in the situation where your kids are essentially telling you like, I love you and I respect you, but I hate the decision you made, (laughs) but that's where our boys were. Our boys were rock stars out there. I mean, I, I look back now being in a better place and being (laughs) a little more comfortable and go, Oh my gosh, like these kids how strong they are and how much I respect them Mm -hmm. for how they handled it. But they very respectfully would tell us like, we hate it here. Yeah. We, um, we don't feel loved. We don't feel welcome. Mm -hmm. Like, and we miss our family. We miss our family. Yeah. And so for a plethora of reasons, but family being a huge one, we came back to Indiana. We packed it all back up. And this is where the messages started coming. What are you doing? Are you back in Indiana? And we came back. (laughs) Yeah. And, yeah, it was it's incredible. Yeah. So what happened in coming back though? Like where are we now? What's going on? Yeah, so we um got a job at a church, the church we were at before the church. we left. Um we worked there together. Um doing what exactly we what we love. Yeah. And thought was never going to happen. Yeah. An impossible scenario. Mm-hmm. I remember I could I like my voice is probably, I remember like, you know, like two years ago, like praying these prayers um, and just being like, God, I don't know if you'll ever give this to me again, yeah. but like I feel whole and healed 
and like ready to walk a journey back into something like this. Yeah. Um, I remember, you know, I could, I, I remember just like a shift happening in me uh, of like, God, I don't know if I'll ever get this again, but like, I'm thankful that I've had an opportunity to like serve and work at a church. And if I don't ever have it again, like I'm so thankful that I have. Yeah. Um, and ultimately love it again. <laughs> what we love to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really cool to, um, see how our obedience paired with God's faithfulness has like brought us full circle today at church. Yeah. I'm totally paraphrasing and maybe saying this backwards, but I think the point still stands. Uh, our pastor, pastor CJ was saying something like, you know, God, we have to trust God with the improbable so he can do the impossible. Yeah. And it's exactly what he did. Yeah. It's been re- crazy. Like, really, it's crazy mm-hmm. what happened. I mean, guys, like, here's here's the details of it. Like, we, the church we were at and we loved, in, in, our, in my hometown, a town yeah. both of us love and lived in, there was literally a couple doing our jobs. A man doing the worship and, and a woman doing, like, the groups and teams and all of that. And we love them. <laughs> like, yeah. they're our friends. And so... We were like, okay, well, we're not going to step on their toes. Like, yeah. how dare we, you know? And and through just crazy events, they moved yeah. t- together. Like, they, <laughs> yeah. they moved. And these jobs opened up. And, like, we didn't even apply for these jobs. Right. <laughs> like, they moved and we were called. Right. And it was like, if that is not just evidence on evidence yeah. of God pulling through for his homies (laughs) like that's just incredible that's not the most hunter statement (laughs) god pulling through for his homies and so we were back yeah i think that um the timing you know was like perfect like god needed to heal some things in us we needed to work through some things but i you know today i was just actually thinking about this um I was talking to someone and they were talking about uh, just like believing for themselves that like the the hard things in their life were going to become this like testimony for them. Okay. Yeah. So they were like talking about that. Like I know that the things I've been through, God is going to like use for good. And I can remember like being on their side and believing things like that for myself. Yeah. And I also remember being on that side. And maybe not believing that about others. Yeah. And like looking at other people's stories and just kind of being like, wow. Yeah. They've made a mess of this. You know, like um, even maybe five years down the road, like looking at people's stories and being like, yeah, but do you remember? And like somebody even today like brought up something um, to us about like a part of our life or whatever. And anyways, talking to this person and I just remembered and now it's just interesting. Like being on the other side and like I think that you know one thing I was I would say is like if you're gonna believe that for yourself you have to also believe that for others yeah and I think like kind of experiencing the life we have for the past couple of years I I could say like it's I'm in such a healthier place when I look at other people's stories and I'm like wait 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 like shame is not yours to carry like um Yes, like God will use these like pieces of you to create this beautiful testimony and like this beautiful story. But like I believe that for you and I believe that for me. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I think it's just like, I can see like the work and like the healing that has happened that on the other side, it's, it's so much better. You know what I mean? That I, I don't, I know you feel this way too. Like you kind of grew up in like a world where religion was very judgmental. Judgmental? I don't know what other word to say. Yeah. Are you kidding me? And so you look at people's lives and just kind of like, yeah, but do you know what they did? I mean, um, yeah. Growing up, divorce was a cuss word. Yeah. And like, I was a child judging people. Yeah. It's all I knew. It's what I was taught. Yeah. And so now, I don't know, man, nothing, nothing will get you, nothing will prove God's faithfulness and just truth more than making a mess of your life and him putting it back together. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. You know, like we aren't owed what we've been given. Yeah. And we... But I'm so thankful. Oh my gosh, yeah. We don't deserve it. Wait, we probably deserve not to have it. Yeah. But God like pushed us and molded us and asked us to do things and we did it. Mm-hmm. And not as like a, hey, look at us, we did the right thing. But like a, sometimes doing the hard thing really sucks. Mm-hmm. But like God showed us yeah. and we walked in faithfulness. And like he met that with just an abundance of faithfulness. Yeah. It's awesome. It's -hmm. incredible. Yeah. I can't believe it. I know. Every day I wake up and I'm like, this is a crazy story. So like feel encouraged, you know? Yeah. Regardless of like where you find yourself. Maybe like, I know some people who listen to our podcast, like religion isn't a part of their life. Yeah. Um, But I would say like be encouraged because... Even if you feel in an unhealthy place, like doing the work can bring health. Absolutely. And even if religion isn't part of like your life, it's a part of ours. And I feel like this is an opportunity for us to tell you like you are so loved Mm -hmm. and you are made in the image of an incredible, an incredible God. And so like you are super loved, even if you maybe question it. It's 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 there for you. Yeah. We love you. We'll Thanks be back. Thanks for listening. Yeah. We're like doing this. We're, I'm not going to make any promises, though, about how many we're going to do. No, I think we should probably leave that alone this time. Mm-hmm. We got 10 into 52. Every time you see one, it'll just be a surprise, guys. Surprise. <laughs> uh, make sure you, like, you know. Listen to this and subscribe if you're not subscribed. And mm-hmm. uh, make sure you follow Brooke on Instagram because she's hilarious. Am I? Yeah, you're, you are closet funny. Like, like I'm an obnoxious personality. I will tell you I'm funny. Like, mm-hmm. I prove it to you. Probably too much. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's probably like a therapy thing. But <laughs> you're, you're like hilarious because you're a very like down to business person. Mm-hmm. but your humor is like unmatched. Oh, thank you. Oh, it's so funny. The other day, Brooke walked into our house after being gone on a business trip for like three, four days, and she saw three expiring bananas. Oh, gosh. They were, they were getting a little nasty, and she went, huh. I mean, like this was her first night back, like her first day back, and she went, oh, my goodness, I have to make a banana bread. <laughs> Mind you, 
on like an every other week basis, we're throwing out ground beef or something we <laughs> we know. didn't use, like $20 ten to twenty dollars of meat. But that two dollars of bananas had to use it. Yeah, it just it's really because let's hilarious. be honest, I'm more drawn to muffins than I am grilled chicken. Oh yeah, let's just call it what it is. <laughs> this is fair. Snacks over everything. So I'm snickety snacks. Snickety snacks over everything. <laughs> so I made some chocolate chip banana muffins. And they were so good. They were Oh, good. they had like walnuts in it? And walnuts, yeah. Dude, it was it was unmatched. The, all the information you didn't want to know. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Tell your dog we said hi. Bye. Bye.